Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break a rim, bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sounders, episode 411. Got a little 411 for you, big underscore, babe. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting all that time to say that. <laughs> Not really, but episode 411 of Breaker Remains Power Hour. I, of course, am Brian Breaker. Joining me, as always, big underscore, ready for Christmas time, Bane. Yes, yes, yes. Ready for it to be over, honestly. This this year has has been kind of a stressful one. You're, you're being a little bit of Scroogey, aren't you? You know, it's just, uh, it's one of those things. I think now that I'm on the old blood pressure medication, things get get my blood pressure worked up, and it's like, I'm, I'm just ready for this shit to be done. Oh, like the stress levels of, of the holidays? Yeah, between that and, you know, this year is like a whole different ball game than the way it was last year, even work-related. You know what okay. I mean? Like, so, you know, I... Not to get too far into it, but like I, I took over, and a lot of the other guys did too. Um, we split up a route, and mm-hmm. you know, because they laid a guy off, so basically, hey, you get more work for the same money, of course. And so, I still have all that stuff. Well, everything's back open, and people are out and about, and it's just like absolutely insane right now. And sure. I'm still, I'm still the lucky one of the bunch because I only work four days a week. But it doesn't change the fact that it's like super effing stressful right now. Yeah. So between that and then just the hustle and bustle, you know, I'm, you know, my, uh, the old heart ski's not doing so good in this month, you know. So. Got it. Got it. You need to meditate or something. I, yeah, I need to do something. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, like they say, meditation's a good thing for relieving stress. I, I don't. I hardly get enough time to think, let alone meditate. Well, you know, I mean, but seriously, that might be something to look into. Twenty minutes a day or something. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. I've never tried it. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I don't. It's not like Ace Ventura. I don't think. Right. I, I don't necessarily think that it's a bad idea. Like the problem is, is just like when I have a moment. Yeah. There's a million things that I have on a to do list. Yeah. That it's like when, when it's like, when I'm sitting down at home watching a show, I'm like, I really need to be up doing this. You know yeah. What I mean? Like, like this, you realize, like, oh man, if I don't do this. Right, yeah, yeah. like I can't tell you how many times just in the past couple of weeks where it's like I've sat down, it's like, oh shit, I got to get up and I got to do that. Like, I don't know. I just like, everyday stuff, basically. Well, that, and you know, I've actually like had some, which thank, thank, this isn't a complaint, but I've actually had like uh, Outsiders Beard Co. orders this month. Great. And so. Well, but, you did the candles, right? Right, I did the candles and, and everything's been on sale this month too. So more people have been ordering and you know, that's not a complaint at all. I'm super stoked about that but that's kept me busy on top of um sure you know the the adrenaline stuff which actually just calmed down but like yeah um between that and the you know now moving into the no holds barred stuff and working on that plus trying to fit a an hour hour and a half workout in every day and sure there's not enough hours in the day plus uh christmas shopping and all that stuff it's a it's a busy old time it is it's the, well december is always the busiest month and like y- just yesterday i had to go to walmart to pick up just one or two random things 
and the freaking parking lot's just like full of shit. Yeah. It's just like, gosh dang, you know, yeah. it's Christmas season. You know, people mm-hmm. are out shopping. They got to buy their their Christmas food, their Christmas presents. It's a busy yeah. time of the year, man. It's it's wild, but yeah. We got a lot of stuff we're going to dive into this week. We got a lot of wrestling talk. We got some movie and TV talk, a little bit of toy talk. But uh, we're officially past our 90s uh, fad tournament, and PHPW is officially on hiatus. So Yes, we got some time to just BS. We do. And then, uh, of course, today actually is our last crazy soda. Yeah. Are you excited for it? Uh, I don't remember what it is we got. I do, and you're not going to like it. I'm not? No. Shoot. Shoot. Oh, Shoot. But uh, but yeah, man. Um, this is also to our last like regular episode because next week will be the uh, the Christmas special, I believe. Correct? Yes, uh, it'll be the Christmas, and actually, oddly enough, it'll drop the day after Christmas. But yeah. it'll be our Christmas edition. And then, well, we could have done it for this week, but it, I don't I don't think that would have been it's, right. Feels like a little too early. Yeah, you know. So uh, I, I'd rather it be a day after. I think. Yeah, and then the uh, the on the second, you guys will get the. Uh, Kind of the year year end wrap up exactly, and then we will come back early January and uh, start kind of kicking off regular episodes again. Yeah, but it's, it's our little hiatus we do. Yeah, because uh, I get tired of looking at his stupid face. Well, you're the one that suggested a table where we have to look at each other. Oh, well, you could I, wear a blindfold. I gotta do that. You wear a blind. I don't trust you enough to wear a blindfold. Let's <laughs> say, do it. I'll slap you right <laughs> in your face. <laughs> well, we got a lot of wrestling talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Big underscore bang. A lot of wrestling talk to dive into. I'll start with this because I feel like it's the most interesting story. Um, you know, last week we, of course, touched on Jeff Hardy. Uh, based on my work schedule, we do have to record a few days early. And so, of course, as a story's developing, it changes in time. Right. Since then, he had gotten released from the WWE. Uh, the official story is that he was offered rehab. Mm-hmm. He turned it down, so they opted to release him. I smell a ruse. Yeah? Yeah, I do. And, and here's why I say that. He never failed a drug test. Right. They never said that, right? If right. they're still doing the wellness policy... Like, why would they offer rehab without a failed drug test? Right. Does I mean, does that not... Because well, he would have been suspended. Right. Yeah. Which would have ultimately led to his termination because it would have been like his third strike, I believe. Right. Um, maybe a second. I'm not 100%, 100% sure on that. But my thought on that is he acted erratic, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's on drugs. Jeff Hardy has been very well known to not like being on the road a lot. Yeah. He got used to probably that pandemic style of... Oh, yeah. Once a week. And honestly, we don't even know. A lot of those shows weren't taped live, so they might have been all pre-recorded. And and if I was in his position, I'd be the same way. Like, if oh. this traveling stuff, I want to be at a home base. Right. And so now you realize, it's like, gosh, dang, this is tough. AEW is basically doing, what, one or two shows a week mm-hmm. in a pay-per-view? Not much. And sometimes they tape Rampage. Sometimes it's live. Yeah. Just kind of depends on the, the travel schedule. But his brother's there. He's in his late. He's in his mid forties. I don't know. I I I think there's more to this than we all think because he had a couple of years left on his WWE deal, but they released him. Yeah. And in, in three months, he's free and clear. So do you think? A lot of people are like, well, we just hope Jeff Hardy's like safe and and from all the reports I've gathered from his brother, from his wife, he's fine. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It feels a little fishy to me. I hate saying that. You know what I mean? Because of the fact that he has had a drug issue in the past, you know, I mean, but the fact that his brother's saying he's fine, uh, his wife is saying he's fine. He's saying he's fine. Like, I mean, he announced today, like a tour for his music. Right. So, and I saw, I saw a new video with him and Matt Hardy and he doesn't look like he's on drugs. I've seen videos of him on drugs and this doesn't look like the same Jeff. Right. So he does look fine. That being said, like, what better way to get the hell out of your contract? I, I'm I I'm the exact same way. Like if I had an option to either stay in one spot, right, travel maybe once or twice a week, or travel five days a week, I think I would try the one or two days a week. Especially if it's similar money. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, hell I'd even take a pay cut as long as I could still live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, that but, well also to the opportunity to do more on your own project right which is to me that would be the factor yeah you know like like 
as soon as Johnny Gar- we'll talk about him in a second. As soon as he got out of his contract, launched a Twitch, launched yeah. all that stuff that WWE's like, nope, can't do it. Yeah. And I, I, I'm aware WWE has always done house shows, and I, I'm I'm aware that's also part of the fun of going to WWE because to me the house shows have always been more fun than the sure. TV shows. At the same time, that's hard on the body. Like, yeah. it, there's no way it can't be. Like, and so I I completely understand somebody not wanting to do that. Well, and I've and I've said before, like I don't necessarily think WWE needs an off season. I think they need to put guys on an off season. Yes, where it's like, all right, Jeff Hardy, you're going to work until. October, yeah. Then we'll see you at in January at the Royal Rumble, yeah. And if they wanted to do like an injury angle, like whatever they want to do creatively, that's fine. Yeah. But I think that's a smart move because a, you know, Jim Cornette says this all the time. I can't miss you unless you go away, right? So get let him go away. He's out of the storyline for a bit. Then he comes back, and it's like, oh, Jeff Hardy's back, yeah. And if they kind of rotated the guys like that, I feel like that would be. And granted, there'll be times when you have to bring a guy back early because someone gets hurt and you need sure. to, you need to fill the spot. But for the most part, give guys that three months off. Yes, give them time to heal. Yeah, and that that's just it. Especially when they're going so hard. I mean, yeah. like five six days a week. That is rough. Absolutely, it is. I mean, doing that for like a couple of months isn't a big deal because I mean bands do it on tour all the time. But that's only for a couple months, and then they're at you have, home. An, in, you have an end date, right? But this with WWE, there is no end date. It's just going and going. It's like the effing mail. Well, yeah, exactly. And I remember hearing Vince talk on, on programs before about the travel schedule and how it's rough and stuff. And it's like, yeah, but you can control that, right? Like it's not like it has to be this way. Yeah. In fact, I I don't know if you remember this, and I remember in a drama class we had. I think it was our, our junior year. You may not have been in my same class, but we had the same teacher. He talked about this play that he knew people that did, and they talked, and it was a traveling play. And he basically described how difficult and brutal this was. A different city every night, traveling on airplanes, on buses, and, mm-hmm. and hotels. And I'm like, oh, imagine doing that plus getting your ass kicked every right. night. Like it's not like what people think. Yeah, and that's why a few months ago when they talked about going back on the road, I was like, they need to do tours. Like it needs yeah. to be like maybe they're only on the road once a month or like for a month, and then mm-hmm. they come back and then there's TV again. Yeah. I mean, they don't need to be on tour all year round. That's right. just not that's not good for the guys. No. It it's especially when like that period of time when guys were dying all young. Yes. It's like you, you have to take some responsibility for that. Yeah. I think granted you're not forcing people to do drugs, but if you're putting them on a schedule that's most people would not survive, there is some fault to be had. Well, and the thing is, it's you're not forcing them to do drugs, but at the same time, like you're telling them, well, if you're injured, unfortunately, you don't get paid. Yeah, or you're, you know, the spot you're going to have this main event spot. Yeah, that may not happen now. Right, and so it's like eh, you are kind of forcing them to do drugs. You know, you may yeah. not be putting it down their throats, but you're kind of giving them an ultimatum here, more or less. Yeah. yeah. Well, even Jake the Snake even talked about in one of the Dark Side of the Rings that he was supposed to have a run with Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, Right before, like right around the time Warrior got fired, and they did the, uh, they switched it to Macho Man because I think it was supposed to be Warrior. They got bit by the snake, the whole deal. Okay, they made it Macho Man, and you know he was talking about. He's like, I was supposed to have a championship run, which Warrior wasn't the champion. So again, you don't know how like how true the story is, but like maybe he was going to win the title back or something. Yeah, and or that, or he meant like eventually the title was going to be factored into it. Who knows? Warrior got fired. It was what it was. But he was basically saying, like, all that money I was going to make going around the horn working with this guy is gone because he decided to hold up Vince for money or whatever. It's it's one of those things where it's like, it's not Jake's fault, but basically it's like, yeah, sorry, you're not getting paid now, pal. Right. It just, it sucks. But, I mean, here's my thing, and and I've said this before, like, with CM Punk when everyone wanted him to return. I want Jeff Hardy to come back if he wants to come back. Absolutely. If he wants to come to AEW, great. Absolutely. If If he was like, you know what, I want to focus on music. I want to focus on art. Like, do your thing, man. Like, yeah. do whatever makes you happy. You're in your 40s now. Yes. Same with Matt Hardy. There's no reason Matt Hardy needs to still be wrestling, but I feel like he wants to help the young talent. And I yeah. think that that's awesome. And I think Jeff would do good at helping the young talent, For too. For sure. He doesn't have to be in there you know, doing the Swan Tom bomb every week. Right. You know, but if he wanted to go out there and, you know, help the younger guys, I think that would be great. Absolutely. You know? I think, yeah. So hopefully uh, we'll see what happens next with Jeff Hardy. A couple other guys are no longer in the NXT system or part of WWE. Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano, gone. They have let their contracts officially run out. Both of them, I believe, had pretty strong contract offers, but ultimately turned them down. Mm -hmm. 
That's interesting to me, man. Yeah. I've said it before. I have a theory. Is Triple H starting his own company and is kind of pushing these guys away and, like, kind of giving them the Iggy, like, hey, don't sign any. I don't know. Like, yeah, something's happening here. We've been saying it all year, right? Right. Like, there's something very, very strange afoot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is. Maybe we'll know next year. But holy shit, man. Like, like you said it before we started recording. They're the heart and soul of NXT. Yes. Like, why are you letting these guys, like, letting them leave? And granted, I understand you're offering them deals, but clearly it's not good enough or they would have stayed. The Undisputed Era... And, and Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, he's the Lone Ranger now yeah. in NXT. I mean, but like the Undisputed Era, along with those two guys, carried NXT for the last four years. And then the Undisputed Era carried War Games. Yes. I mean, that was their match for four years. Or I mean, three or four, however the hell long. But this a is long like 2017, time. I think. Yeah, a long time. And so it's it boggles my mind that... I mean, if if they don't want to sign, there's nothing you can do. Right. But it boggles my mind that, you know, you would allow it to get to a point where they didn't want to sign. But why don't they want to sign? Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's the question, I think, because clearly the grass is greener somewhere else. And here's something else to think about. You know, um, I wonder if maybe uh, Triple H isn't starting his own company, but maybe he's still giving the old Iggy to the boys saying, like, hey, don't sign because... I believe I believe this is how the corporate world works. Somebody else smarter out there might be able to correct me, but I think if you can have the investors pissed off enough, they can have the CEO removed. Oh. And if you know, if the investors kind of like start to understand like okay, Vince is not doing what he should be doing. Mm. Maybe Vince can be cuz he's not going to give up the seat. But if he can be forced to give up the seat. I still think the guy sleeps in like a refrigerator at night to keep himself preserved. I'm serious. Like, and I mean, in a he's, weird- he's looking like he's dined with the Grim Reaper a couple of times. Don't don't tell me that dude ain't like Googling cryogenically fr- freezing himself and he, shit. He is looking rough. And so the fact that he is is still alive is a shocker to me. And and still like doing working out all the time and shit the like that. Yeah. And a uh, Mind mind boggling, but like I remember he, the last time I saw a picture of him, he looked like a wax statue of Vince. Yes, <laughs> it's know? bad. Well, because now he's got all the Botox and shit like that yeah, too. And you're just like Jesus, man. Yeah, and so, but I I kind of I kind of think that, that might be happening. That feel almost feels a little bit more logical than no, because there's so much longevity. You already got to built the name with WWE. If you can somehow you know slither your way, I mean, hell, you already did it with Steph. You know, you slithered away into there. Why not do it with, you know, have Vince removed? Right. And just sneak into that position. That Right. I mean, and that's, that kind of seems like there's something happening, right? Yeah. And, and whether or not they ever admit that, like there's clearly something's going on because why else would you let? Well, number one, why would you pick up all of these talents over the last four or five years mm-hmm. just to let, to put them over on TV, make them stars and let them go make money elsewhere? It doesn't make any sense. You know, in this and this is like so bizarre to me, but like it 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 feels like have you have you know uh you know like when you have like a like a little chihuahua who's like barking rah, 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 rah. Yappy, yappy. Well then the fucking the big dog comes in and just like paws its face and then the the dog little dog cowers and goes away. I feel like that's kind of what WWE's done. Even though the roles are reversed, you know, because WWE is the big dog, it's like they were like on top of the world, and AEW came in, patted them on the head, and all of a sudden they're cowering. It's like, okay, we'll just fold, you know, we'll give you guys all the talent, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, like like I said, it's, it's a it's, weird analogy, but it, that was just what I thought of. Well, right, but it would almost be like like you have ninety six, you have the Rock, you sign him, like. And you can tell in his debut, Jim Ross, like, that's the future right there, that blue chipper. They think this guy's going to be money. Yeah. Rocky Maivia didn't really work out. No. Like, imagine them cutting him in 96 right. and just handing him over to WCW. Yeah. He's third generation. He's clearly an athlete. Yeah. Like, his gimmick wasn't there, but you could see potential. But but as charismatic as he was, right, right off the bat, imagine him going to WCW. Right. You know what I mean? Like we wouldn't have gotten "quote unquote" the Rock, but we right. would have gotten the Rock really effing quick. We would have got something. We would have gotten because he obviously figured it out. It yes. just took him some time, like it yes. does with anybody. That's what gets me about them letting go all of these guys. If you feel like, okay, Aleister Black, 
Keith Lee, Kerry and Cross, Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole. You're letting all. I mean, granted, I know they're not releasing all of them, but some of them they have. It's like, what are you doing? And I and I'll I'll tell you this: there's not a lot of those guys that have done that well since leaving. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think of Miro. I mean, he was TNT champion, but like he's kind of just fallen off after that. You yeah. know. Um, Alistair Black, he's still featured, but like not as heavily as he was when he first showed up there. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, obviously Brian Danielson is always going to be featured heavily. Right. CM Punk is always going to be featured heavily, but like there's a lot of those guys really. I, I dealt uh, Ty Dillinger, whatever. The Sean hell, Spears. Sean Spears. The hell is he doing nowadays? Right. You know, I mean, I know he's in that group, but like he's just not really doing much. And I, but I think AEW does kind of cycle in and out. Where got like, because I feel like there was a period there for a while where they weren't doing anything with FTR. Right now, I feel like they're featuring them a lot more. Yeah, and so I don't know if there's like an ebb and flow there where, and maybe there is. You know, because I don't think Miro was even going to be on that last pay per view, but mm-hmm. Moxley ended up leaving to go to rehab, so they put him in that match with with Danielson. And yeah, good for, good for him taking yeah. advantage of an opportunity. You know, and, and it might be one of those things where now, especially they have so much talent that you almost kind of have to sure cycle through like guys you you're gonna cool off for a few months and then we'll push back in right but at the same time like isn't that better to give them time to recover sure as yeah. opposed to just like all right miro you're gonna wrestle random dudes but for the next 10 weeks until we have a new program for you but sometimes i wonder if that cools a guy off in a negative way sure you know what i mean because like not to say that it makes you care less about him but like miro they were booking him so damn strong and then like now he's kind of away and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, what's going to happen when he like, I don't know. You kind of almost lose. And that's just as a jaded wrestling fan because right. of WWE, like what's happening now, you almost lose faith in, in it that like anything's going to be done with him, Right. And, th- and that could be a factor. I mean, it's hard to say because not everyone's going to be booked, but look, look at freaking Luchasaurus. Like there's times I'm like, what? why the fuck aren't they using this guy? Right. <laughs> like clearly, I mean, yeah. obviously he's a friend of mine, but still it's like the dude, there's money there. Dude's what six five? Yeah, Jack to the gills. Got a cool gimmick. Got yeah. a crazy fun look. But then, like, he comes out on that pay per view and they have a killer match. So it's like, well, all right, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's never going to be perfect. Like that's unfortunately part of wrestling. I mean, I remember back in WWE in like 2000, the Hardy Boys finally dethrone Edge and Christian, win the tag titles. This huge moment. Yeah. Do you remember who they dropped the tag titles to? Mm-mm. Right to censor. Oh God. Right. It's one of those like really, but you know that was the story they were going with. Wow. So sometimes it just doesn't always work out the way we want it to. That's part of I think the ebbs and flows of the industry. But uh, Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly, what do you think we see? I mean, obviously Gargano's got a kid coming. Mm-hmm. I think he's due in February. His wife is. He probably wanted a little paternity leave. Maybe, but I mean, he immediately's on pro wrestling tees. I mean, he's starting a Twitch channel. He's doing all the things that he couldn't do. Yeah, but he's also—I mean—he's also, I mean, also got to make that money while he's gone, right? Do you think he just shows back up in a couple of months when he's ready to go back to work, or is he like, "Oh, I'm going to leave and hope the offer improves"? I don't know. Or does he show up at AEW tonight as we record this? Uh, you know, it's—it's it's an interesting thought because, and let me just say, Kyle O'Reilly's for sure going to be there, whether it's tonight or soon. Like he's going to be—he's undis- the whole undisputed era is there, right? He's—he's—we're going to see the undisputed elite. For sure. Um, but Gargano, he's an interesting one because... Well, and not to cut you off, but Roddy, Roddy Strong's wife is there now. Right. I mean, I don't know if she's under a deal, but she's there. So it's like... We're, we're going we're gonna to get the entire... Oh, he's, he's going. Yeah. 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 They're, they're going to be the un, unarguable era. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Johnny Gargano is an interesting one because I feel like... And I, I think I said this last week. I feel like he was treated so well... That if I was him, I would be a little nervous to go. Yeah. But then again, I don't know what happens behind the scenes. I don't know if him and Triple H talked and Triple H was like, listen, we're going in a different direction. You yeah. know, if right. whatever you want to do, I understand. Well, that, I mean, according to Flair, that's what led him to go back to WCW 93. Yeah. Right. Like he was like, I'm going in a different direction. Yeah. And so this is what I have in mind. You can do this or, you know, you can take an offer. Yeah. Because more or less like. I, I want to change things up. I need to go to the the Razors and the Diesels, right. and kind of move away from the Hogans and you know Savages and Flares and the the older generation. Yeah. So Flair opted to to leave for a better deal. That's kind of what I feel like it might be happening too. Yeah. And you know, but again, it's weird like WWE at like budget cuts, but then they sign like what seventeen or eighteen collegiate athletes. Yeah. 
I'm like, okay, I'm sure some of these could be okay, but this this is a huge investment. You're looking at what five to ten years before you get any return on this, and that's that's if just, you get any, that's just it. It's the like it's it's the amount of time they're going to have to wait to have a good return on this investment, right? Because I think I think of like the original Steiners. I mean, they were collegiate athletes, you know, and they were badass. You know, Kurt Angle, obviously collegiate athlete, Olympic athlete, right? But like it, Kurt Angle was not amazing his first night. No, you know what I mean. Like that's why, like he went away for a little bit. He, they had him in OVW. Is that where? That's where it was at at the time, right? Uh, no, it was before OVW. But it was like, but he was training in like Stanford. But, but yeah. he was he was training. You know, they took him off TV. You know, I mean, and same with Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there were, these collegiate athletes are great assets, but they still need training. And so maybe they pick up on it faster. Maybe it's a year or two before they're on TV. Right. But it's still going to take time. And what do you do in between then? Right. I so. mean, like they signed that Gable Stevenson because he won the gold medal. Yeah. It's like he immediately got drafted to raw. Right. Have they even done anything with him? No. Yet? Right. So it's like, okay, now, now what? Yeah. Right? yeah. What happens? It's, but at the same time we have AJ Styles who's stuck in a random tag team. Right. With Omos. What, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Freaking AJ Styles. Like, but at the same time, like I just, I heard today that Kevin Owens possibly re-signed a new deal. And he's oh, stay, did he? And he's staying around. Damn. He was the guy I thought, yeah, see, he was the guy I thought was leaving, but. Not, not that I, I love Kevin Owens, but I was kind of excited to see Kevin Steen again. This is my thought, and I, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. I feel like it's good to have a change because it refreshes things. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I feel like he was in need of that. He's been there for a while. I think another guy that's very much in need of that is Cesaro. Yes. He's been there for a long time. He hasn't really done anything of merit in a long time. Yeah. Time to change not, things not up. Not since him and Sheamus were tag team. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's time to change things up a bit. So, personal thoughts. But we'll see what happens. Um, we uh, Well, they finally sent Hook. Yes, they did. What would you think, man? We saw the debut of Hook on Rampage against Fuego Del Sol. Yeah. A lot of people were really impressed with this kid, man. I actually really dug it. I, I, I guess I'm what you can call a hooker. You know, um, I Did you just name our episode. <laughs> I guess so. Guess I'm a hooker. Yeah. Um, no, I, I really, I really dig hook. And, you know, I, obviously he's probably still pretty young in the game. Yeah, he's like 22. Yeah. So, I mean, but he's, his dad's effing Taz. He, he's got, you can tell he's got a lot of amateur jujitsu, judo, yeah. a lot of knowledge there. It really played into the match. I thought they really did a good job of showcasing him. Not mm-hmm. burying Fuego. Yeah. That was all, Fuego was also a great opponent for him, I thought. Yeah. Size-wise and everything, they matched up very well. But, like, again, that's, like, good on AEW. Getting this kid, giving him something where it's, like, people are like, wow. Well, we like Hook. Yeah, and we're also, I mean, obviously we're going to have to see, you know, how he is in longer matches and things yeah. like that, how good he sells, because we really didn't get a chance to see a whole lot of that. Right. But, you know, um, but I, I got complete faith in the guy. I mean, he looks amazing. He, he um, you know, he's got freaking swagger like a yeah. mf'er. Sure. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Hook, man. I think that's cool. And you know, he's got a pretty badass entrance theme. You know, mm-hmm. just all around. I mean, I, I dig the presentation of the guy and the, and the fact that he's Taz's kid. You know, just kind of gets brownie points with me because Taz was always a badass. Absolutely. So it's, I think it's great, man. I'm, I'm excited to see his future. Uh, we've seen a little bit of back and forth between FTR and the Briscoes. I feel like there's money there. Oh yeah, obviously. We've seen some Twitter back and forth, which is great. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of the Briscoes. Yeah. I remember there were two guys I did not really get initially, but the more I saw them, I'm like, dude, I dig this team. My favorite thing about those guys is they are ugly as sin. Yes, and that's just badass to me. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it's just soup like so ugly that it's like, dear God, we don't we don't have enough ugly guys in professional wrestling. Yeah, and I'm just I I I really dig it. Well, FTR actually shows up at Final Battle. Uh, Briscoe's won the ROH tag titles. We'll kind of dive yeah. into that here in a second, but you know ROH is more or less going on hiatus. Um, what do you think happens here? I mean, I I, I people think that uh, the Briscoes are showing up on dynamite tonight to confront FTR or at least maybe sometime soon that's going to happen. Dude, that's a money tag match right there. I could, I could see the Briscoes maybe taking the triple A tag team titles. Yeah, possible. Yeah. I, I, mean, you, I could see that. Do you think their ROH tag titles will def- be defended on AEW? That's a, that's a possibility. 
you yeah. know i don't i don't know i don't know if uh deals can be worked out right i mean obviously they yeah. they, they sent they let them go there to do this yeah. so you know yeah kind of like one of those things like when you like when uh when a deal is made you can always be like oh there's going to be something in return here something's yeah. going to happen yeah but yeah i mean i think that that's uh I think that that's awesome. So I'm excited to see what happens. But uh, speaking of Ring of Honor, they are officially on hiatus after Final Battle. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman shows up there as part of EC3's like Control Your Narrative. I don't still don't really understand that. To be totally honest with you, Control Your Narrative. Yeah, the whole what is it a movement? Is it a, a company? I don't even know what it is. I think it's supposed to be like a movement, like a kind of like a you decide your own fate type of deal. Totally, and, and I get that, but I, but you know, I hell, I, I don't know. I mean, right. it's. I, I haven't paid enough attention to it to really, really give much of a thought to it. I just know it's a group of guys who, a few of them used to work for the old E. Right. Um, Braun is one of those guys where, outside of the WWE, it's kind of like, like what what does this guy do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like He's one of those guys that feel like he's either main event or nothing. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of a detriment to him where it's like, Okay, what do we do? like? Obviously, he was making good money. Yep. Is he an asset to your company if you're Impact or AEW? I don't know. Like, kind of like you talked about, I guess there was a rumor that WWE was worried AEW was going to sign Goldberg. And I'm like, who the fuck's he going to work over there? Like, what's Goldberg possibly going to do in AEW? Like, it, to me, that doesn't make any sense yeah. why they would worry about that. I don't remember that at all. You don't? Yeah, there, yeah. Was, a, there was a thought there. I think that's when they constructed the deal to get like the couple of matches every year. Okay. That they have now, which I couldn't imagine Goldberg and AEW. Well, <laughs> well, you actually did make the joke like, who's going to wrestle Jungle Boy? Oh, and it's like well, we, yeah. we must have been talking about it because I don't, I don't think I've ever thought about it, Goldberg and AEW. <laughs> we, we did talk about it a little bit, I guess, but yeah, it was just one of those things. It's like what? Like what? He's not going to go there. I feel like Braun's kind of in that same regard, right? Like. What does Braun do there? Well, because yeah, I mean he can he can fight Luchasaurus, but like yeah, that's legit. What the only other big guy there? Pretty much. I mean that just doesn't. And Luchasaurus, I feel like probably doesn't wrestle everybody because of the fact that just the size differential, you know, he's going to kick their ass, right? And so it, I don't know, it's one of those weird things. Like yeah, I mean you can't just throw Braun Strowman in there because he's gonna you know, be walking around like damn Ryback saying, feed me more. Right. Exactly. So that was a kind of a weird thing. Uh, ROH apparently is on hiatus till like March or April. I feel like that's not very long. Yeah. For three or four months. What do you think about that, man? Uh, you know, for, for guys like you and me where it's a video game, it's totally cool, you know, but I, I'm not sure if it's a smart idea for a legit company. Yeah. You know, I mean, cause that's not long enough to really make a difference. If that's what I, thought. if you're struggling for money, that's you know? what I thought. Yeah. Like it's not that long, but absence makes the heart grow fonder. When I found out, cause I thought they were going away like for an extended period of time. Like it, like you were thinking like Mazio's pepperolis, like they're only around during Christmas. You got to wait a whole year to get those again. Well, what I thought also, like, honestly, the, the connection I made was uh Twinkies, Twinkies hostess yeah. announced they were going away. People were spending crazy money on them on online for some reason. And I, you know, I'll be honest. I'm not a big Twinkie fan. I think the uh, the idea of them is better than actually tasting them. They're not that good. No. So when people are spending several hundred dollars on a box, I'm like, although should we edit that out? Because I feel like the Husky Heartthrob is going to be really pissed at us for that comment. He's a little Debbie guy. He's not. He's not a hostess guy. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. Never mind. Yeah. Scratch that. Yeah. I get. Sorry, the, I get the two confused. Yeah. Sorry, Barry. If I'm upsetting you, okay. I do. I do like snack cakes, <laughs> but I think Twinkies are a little bit greasy. Okay. Yeah. What the hell is with that greasiness? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird. The idea of like, if you see it's them on cake the, with frosting in it, it shouldn't be greasy. When you see them on the package, they look amazing. Yeah. But then you actually eat one, you're like, that's not that good. Yeah. That, that's my thought. So anyway, my point being, they came back and it was like they were selling out everywhere. Right. And now like, there's no problem finding them. Because it's like no one's worried about it. Yeah. Do you feel like there's some connection there a little bit, a little correlation? Yeah, I just don't think it I don't I don't think it uh works for Ring of Honor because yeah. like I feel like if Ring of Honor was struggling to the point where they needed to go away for a little bit, then people probably aren't gonna clamor to see them. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I, I think I think what's going to happen is they're they're letting go of probably their big contracts. 
Sure. If they come back, it's going to be like kind of like how it was before. Like we'll bring guys in, but we're not doing deals. Right. But the problem is, is when you don't have exclusive talent. Yep. Your show is just another indie. It's not. Yeah. You know, so we'll see what happens. But uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully they are able to return. Yeah, I hope so. So this next story, this damn near qualifies as a WTF, but yeah. uh, it's it's wrestling related. So this guy Hannibal made some uh, made some news this week. Um, you were actually not aware of this when I showed it to you. But, yeah, uh, he was in a match. I don't know where it was at. He was wrestling Carlito, as a matter of fact. He gets upset during the match. Part of the deal ends up getting the referee and stabbing him with the you know, Abdullah spike or whatever. And the referee's supposed to get some color, and you know. Mm-hmm. Hannibal's wearing a mask. So I know this guy. He's yeah. came to a couple of Harley's camps. He's very big on uh, YouTube with shoot interviews, Hannibal TV. You guys yep. have probably seen it. Um, he shoots, stabbing this dude in the head. Like, you can look up the, the video. You can see pictures of the dude's bleeding like crazy. I guess he severed an artery. Um, Hannibal has made the statement, like, he didn't realize he was actually stabbing him. He's like, I thought I was hitting him with the soft part of my hand, and I couldn't see through the mask, the whole deal. I don't really even know what to say to this. I know a lot of people have called for him to just be a completely blackballed from the business. I don't disagree with that at all because mm-hmm. like, yeah, dear, no, I, I agree 100%. Dear God, the only thing that throws me off, and this is just from being in the wrestling business because he, he if you see a picture of the guy, he's got marks all over his head. Mm-hmm. The second someone stabbed me once I'm getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. And that and that the referee didn't do that, and I don't know if he was just things got to escalate it. I don't know. Like there's maybe something. it happened so fast he didn't have time to think. Maybe you're getting stabbed in the brain, so maybe you just can't think. Right, and so then I was kind of telling you a story before we started recording about like if I if I was around a guy that got hurt and I could usually tell by his body language like mm-hmm. oh we need to calm down. Like to me, you got to be safe. That's the biggest factor in wrestling. Is ideally you want to leave the ring the same way you walked in. Yeah. So if I see you limping, something's happened. I mean, yeah. I me and Jack Gamble had a match years ago where he, I give him a little up and out to the outside to the apron, pretty standard move that he does all the time. He tweaked his knee when he landed. Yeah. He grabbed me. He did what he was supposed to do, and he told me he's like, I I hurt my knee. He's like, how bad? And he goes, I don't know. And so he's getting in the ring. He's limping and um, puts puts me in a hold. So we're just talking. I'm like, how bad is it? And he's like, I don't know, man. I can't hardly I can't hardly bend it. And Damn. so we have to come up with a media plan B. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shoot him into the ropes. You know what I mean? Right, like, because right. I don't, we don't know what he can do. And at the same time, I told him, I was like, take a second, keep the hold on. Because sometimes when you do that, your knee will start to feel better. Like it's just, you tweaked it. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. And so we just, I trying to calm him down to make sure he's not legitimately hurt. Yeah. But we're trying to get back on track. Right. And the, can we salvage, salvage this match? But the most important concern is, is he okay? Yeah. With the bone sticking out of his leg. I don't go and put him in a freaking sharpshooter. Right. So, yeah, and I've seen that happen, unfortunately, where guys, like, they get so invested in the match, they don't think about the safety of their opponent. And yeah. I'm like, you're... None of that shit matters. It shouldn't. No, not at all. And so, this, I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, the, the Hannibal guy pretty well said that he had talked to the guy and, like, everything was fine. But now the people are urging the guy to press charges on him. So we'll see what happens. I now. saw a picture of the ref, and he looks like the type of guy who'd be like, no, it's all good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's probably scared of the guy. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, Hannibal, from the picture, it looked like Hannibal's kind of a bigger dude. He's big. He's bigger than I am. He's yeah. a big guy. And he he made a video on YouTube. I couldn't find it because I was going to show you. So I watched it, and he, he talked about, like, basically he ended a partnership with the company. He even showed an email showing that he ended a partnership in the company. He's like, oh, yeah, we, 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 we fired him. He's gone. Yeah. He's like, why are you lying? You know, like, who knows what the freaking truth is at this point. I mean, but here's the thing. He said that, you know, he thought he was hitting him with the soft part of his hand. He probably was because he was effing stabbing the guy. So it was probably going in his skull, and all he felt was his hand hitting the dude's head. He showed the mask. It had the blacked out eyes, Mm -hmm. so he couldn't see through it, which is understandable. I don't know. I feel like. This, I have a so common have, sense would tell you to not stab a guy when you can't see. Well, yeah. You know? So why was that spot even done? <laughs> right. So I have a bottle opener in my hand that I use for the crazy sodas. And I'm sitting there. I put it in my palm. 
and I rubbed it. Well, the first thing I do is I'd rub it across my own hand. Yeah. Oh, that spike's sticking out. Yeah. Move it up. Right. That's safe. Yeah. Move it up a little bit more. You know, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't know. Like common sense, right? Like if you're, it, it goes, it's, well, and why is it a legit spike? Right. Why can't we use a gimmick spike? Right. Well, and it go it goes back to what I said a couple of weeks ago when we talked about Cody and the flaming table. I just think things that can go disastrously wrong are dumb to do in wrestling matches. Right. Like if there's a potential chance that something can go super wrong or somebody's going to the hospital, I mean, outside of the normal wrestling match, don't do it. Yeah. Like don't, don't make believe stab a guy when there's a chance you could legit stab the guy. Right. Don't go through an effing flaming table when you could like get third degree burns and need skin grafts and shit like that. Like, don't do stupid shit, stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it either. Like, that's kind of been my whole thing with like death matches. Like, why? Yeah, and, and I'm not knocking anyone that does it, but like, but but even with death matches, there's got to be a safe way to do it. Sure, like there has to be. Like, what? Either that, or every one of you guys are suicidal, and you need to call the damn hotline. Yeah, you know, that's just ridiculous. Well, and I also look at it like I, I wouldn't even want to go watch a death match. No, because I'd be afraid somebody's gonna die. Yeah, and I don't want to see that. Right. Yeah. I I understand to call it a death match, but like, it's also you know you there's kills in horror movies. You don't you know they're not really dead. You don't expect people to actually die. It's not a snuff film. Right. You don't expect people to actually die in a wrestling ring. Right. It's not. It's not what it's. It's not what it's meant to be. So. I don't know, man. It's a it's a lot to unpack. I'm sure we'll find out more later. Um, yeah. Again, I will say this: watching the Hannibal's comments on it, I didn't feel like he was lying. I just feel like he was an idiot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I guess that's the best way to say it. Like, yeah. It's just like you stabbed the dude in the head like ten or twelve times, man. Like, good God. And I get he doesn't want to own up to it because you know then he's going to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, same time you you did the shit. Yeah. You know. It's on video. I don't know what, what, but at the same time, like, I think the company's responsible for this. Yes. That's, that's what they wanted. Like, they okayed it. Yeah. And may have been their idea. I don't know the specifics, but good Lord. It's just, again, there, there's, there's, there's aspects of, of the, I don't know. So in, in my thought process, if I was doing a spot where I had, let's say I'm wrestling you and I had to gig you. Yeah. We're going to be very, very clear on what we're doing to make sure no one gets fucked up. Right. You know, and as long as you're okay with it, like. If somebody's cutting me open, I want to know what they're doing. Right. Yes. Of course. Exactly. Down to a T. That's why, like, people, like, talk about the the pizza cutter with Nick Gage. It's like, dude, Nick Gage is not that big a guy. You think he's doing that without cooperation? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, that, that would be a legit fight if somebody tried to do that shit. If someone was going to roll a pizza cutter across my forehead, they're really going to have to make sure I'm tied down. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's, and, and yeah. that's, that's the one thing about this video that does kind of throw me off a bit is the kid's hands never came up or the guy, the referee never came up. They never pushed away. Right. And that's where it's like, okay, that's interesting because yeah. the first thing I would do mm-hmm. is if my arm is broken and the guy tries to grab my arm because he doesn't know, I'm not letting him get it. Right. Because everything's a feed in wrestling. I'm right. feeding my arm so he can grab it. If I don't want that touched because something happened and he doesn't know it yet, I'm not going to let him touch it. Right. So that is a little bit off to me. And yeah. that maybe is where this Hannibal guy didn't think anything was wrong. Yeah. But yeah, right. Like, why wouldn't you check your hand? Like, oh, I'm actually stabbing this guy. Right. Why was it actually sharp? Like, there's a lot of things there that, that don't make any sense. Yeah. That obviously that no one wants to own up to what actually happened. Yep. we got a little bit of movie and TV talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. This is Break of and Bane up at the movies, yeah. This is Break of and Bane up at the movies, yeah. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? All right, tell you what we got now. Big underscore Bane just announced uh, here recently a new show for the CW, Gotham Knights with a K. Uh, it's supposed to be about a young Batman or Batman's son, his young son, who kind of gets together a, young, a group of young vigilantes to kind of take over Gotham City after the death of Batman. 
Is it Damian Wayne? I I would imagine that it is, unless they're doing a different reimagining. Okay. Because um, this seems a little like Titans, doesn't it? A little bit. Yeah. Little bit. I mean, I've I've heard I've heard of Gotham Knights before. Um, yeah. But the Gotham Knights I've heard of was just like, you know, um, like Batwoman, Batgirl. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of done with the CW shows. Yeah. You know, it's cool that they keep trying stuff, but, you know. Um, there's a lot now. There's a lot, and, and I'll be honest, it's uh, it's it's not it's not that good. Yeah. It's not, I don't know, it's not like it was when it was just Arrow and the Flash, you know. Right. Nothing wrong with Batwoman, but um, I just I can't get into that shit. I liked the very, the first season of Batwoman. Um, they have a new actress now, I believe. They do, yeah. And I was actually wanting to watch that because it's like, oh, cool. You know, like totally different girl. And so um, I, I think I watched the first few episodes of it. And it's not that it's bad that season uh, or that show, but like it's just, I don't know, it's hard to get into that stuff because it seems, it seems like stuff is a little bit lower budget than it was when it was just Arrow and the Flash. I don't know if... No, I get it. I don't know if that's true or not, but like it feels like everything's a little bit lower budget than it used to be. Could be. I mean, they're spreading across five or six shows as opposed to three. Yeah. It's hard to say. Here's what this says about this show. Uh, in this show, in the wake of Bruce Wayne's murder, his rebellious adopted son, so probably not Damian Wayne, yeah. for, which I didn't know he had an adopted son, so either. this may be 60-year-old Bruce Wayne. I don't know. Uh, forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for killing the Cape Crusader. And as the city's most wanted criminals, uh, this renegade band of misfits must fight to clear their names, taking place within a Gotham City without Batman. Gotham Knights sets the stage for a dangerous criminal uprising and will apparently take some of Batman's former adversaries to take them on. Uh, which ones make the cut remains to be seen, but will be interesting to see some of the Dark Knight's enemies fighting to save Gotham. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think another problem with these shows is all the crossovers. Yeah. I think if you did it as a standalone miniseries and not as like in the middle of a season, it would be better. Mm-hmm. Or maybe as like a TV movie. And well, or if they just were completely unrelated to anything the story tells. Right. The fact that you have to keep up with like five different shows to know it's what's going on in one. It's dumb. It just just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Nobody has time for that shit. Yeah, that and that was my thought. I was just like, man, there's a lot there with all these shows. Like, and that's what ended up finally just taking me out of it. Right, me too. And it was just because I remember there for a while. I was like, I can keep up on the CW app. They show five of the most current episodes at any time, and yeah, just that's impossible. Like, yeah. it's just not enough hours in the day. And then you also too like you get like binge watching is a thing. You know, you'd rather binge watch than so it just it's yeah. I don't know. It's hard sometimes, but. Um, hopefully this is a fun show, you know, like it looks like it's kind of a different take on uh, the Batman universe, which is fun. So we'll see what happens. Oh yeah. Uh, we got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain. Do a bit of toy talk. All right. So super seven makes a big announcement. They're making animaniacs. Yes. Pinky you were the- about to sing the song, weren't you? I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they have baloney in their slacks. Um, Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. And then also Pinky in the Brain. Kind of yeah. fun. Uh, Super 7 is a high-end toy line. Probably not your style at all. Guess what wasn't announced? Freakazoid. Well, that was actually where I was going. So you're not a big collector these days. So I, you know, I know these being a premium figure, being like 50 to $55, is not in your wheelhouse. I would spend $55 on a Freakazoid Would figure. you pre-order it? Yes. Really? Yes. So, I mean... Because guess how much that little two two inch figure is on eBay, like eighty. Right. So yeah, I, well, Super Seven does good work. Right. So I don't think it's a bad thing. Have you seen these figures yet? Have you seen? What they I haven't look actually like? seen them. No, but they, I mean, I know look, Super Seven does a great job. They do look fun. Again, it's do we need Animaniacs Ultimate figures? No, but we do need Freakazoid. Well, there you go. I mean, so that's <laughs> that was kind of where I was. That's one of the reasons I brought it up because I was like, well, maybe that could lead to Freakazoid if uh, if you know all things are being fair. Um, here's uh, here's the brain. You can see like all the accessories. Like, there's a lot there. That actually looks pretty damn cool. 
but $55. The big-ass magnet and everything. Well, because that's from the... Uh, right, the intro. Right. I mean, so I, I, I think it's I think it's a fun line. Again, I don't... I don't. I could never see myself buying into these, but it's a cool idea. Absolutely a cool idea. But yeah, one hundred percent. If they did a Freakazoid line with him and the villains, I, I might not buy all the villains, but like. Well, but if but I could see them just doing simply just Freakazoid. If they did Freakazoid, if they did Cosgrove, if they just did Freakazoid, I'd be fine with that. But if they extended it to like some of the other characters, there's so many of those characters, I'd be like, yeah, I'd buy that. Well, so now that's interesting because they oftentimes will do them like a wave one, like four figures. Right. Would you buy all four? You're looking at 250 bucks, probably. Uh, again, it depends on who it is. Like, so if let's say if they did a Freakazoid wave, and it was wave one was Freakazoid Cosgrove, who's the cop. Uh, then they had um, they like Candlejack. If they had Candlejack in there, I'd, I'd buy all three of those. If they threw in Stephanie, his girlfriend, I probably wouldn't buy Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, but you know, um, there's a, there's a lot of those characters I'd I'd buy. Well, Super 7, the one interesting thing about them is because they're done in a pre-order, then they're released as as it, as it goes. They usually are worth a lot of money on the secondary market. Yeah. So that might be a thing where you're like, well, I don't really want Stephanie. But if you could I sell her. people and, will. Yeah, well, if you if you could sell her and make some money back, I mean. Yeah. And the you, thing, the thing it's is. an investment. The thing is with Freakazoid, he's literally only had that little two-inch kid robot figure. He's never had any kind of fandom at all. That's weird, too. And so. Like, that's why that's so valuable. I mean, it's a stupid little $5 toy. And it's like the fact that that's so valuable just leads me to believe if Super 7 jumped on that ship and get a, did a Freakazoid figure, like, it would probably be worth a hell of a lot of money. I think it'll be depending on if this does well, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I assume that's how they gauge interest. If, like, is this line going to be good? But I, I, don't, I don't understand why companies go with the same old shtick every time. You know what I mean? How many Animaniacs figures have we had? We've had, had a lot of sure. Animaniacs toys. We've had a lot of Pinky and the Brain toys. Sure. Like, why wouldn't they go for something that we normally don't get? Because, especially when you factor in the fact that, like, well, looking like, at that Kid Robot Freakazoid little mm -hmm. two-inch figure, that's like, you can't even find that on eBay anymore. Right. Like, last time, but last time I saw it on eBay, it was like 80 bucks. Right. It's like, you know that's valuable, yet you won't push out anything for it. Right. It's kind of weird. Well, I think it's also kind of like, um, like super seven. They do, they're doing power Rangers and GI Joe right now. Yeah. And so like you can get Duke from the GI Joe line. That's like 55 bucks, but it's like, you can buy the Hasbro one for like 20 to 22. Yeah. So that would literally just mean you just wanted the super seven version, I think. So that's like, yeah. you talked about the same old stuff. That was kind of a weird one to me. Like yeah. I get people dig it and the packaging's great and all that stuff, but, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bizarre, man. They they do have the reaction line. Um, if they ever made these guys as reaction figures, I think those are like eighteen bucks, a little okay. bit cheaper. They're three and three quarter, yeah. very limited articulation, but they do a lot of the turtles and Power Rangers and stuff. I'd be fine with that for Freakazoid. Yeah, yeah, I, and that's all he needs though. Yeah, and as a one off, like at Target, like yeah, why not? Yeah, but if they did an Ultimate where you do all the poses and things like that, because he multiple to, heads and yeah, I mean hell yeah. Like seven hands and all that stuff. Hell yeah. Give me that all day. That'd be great. That would be great. Well, Big Underscore Band, it's about that time for our final crazy soda. Are you a little sad? Am I sad? No. Will I get over it? Yes. <laughs> well, I don't even have to open this because I know what it is, but you don't, so I'm going to show it to you. Sour Puss Soda. Well, you all know me. Sour Puss Bane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's trivia question time. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Are you ready for this? Let's 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 hear it. All right, here we go. Who was the number one entrant in the nineteen ninety four Royal Rumble? A. Rick Steiner. B. Samu of the Head Shrinkers. Okay. C. Scott Steiner, D, Fatu of the Head Shrinkers. This is a, this is a tough one because I I totally remember this Royal Rumble and remember like because they were the first four, right? Well, I won't say no. Sorry, no hints. <laughs> okay, well, I I thought that I remember seeing. All four of those guys at the very beginning of the Royal Rumble fighting it out. I just can't remember who was the first and who was the second. 
because I know it started out between one of those two. I'm going to go with A, Rick Steiner. You would be incorrect. Damn. He was number three. The first one was Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner. See, I had a feeling it was a Steiner brother. Yep. Damn. Yep, you were close, but not close enough. So, damn. Uh, let's get ready for some sour puss soda. Yum. Uh, it says it'll puck you up. <laughs> I'll pour a little bit, but you still have to go first, Big Bang. I just, I want to, I want to let the listeners know. Let them know. This is like neon green. It's like, uh, you know, that movie Role Models when they're drinking like Minotaur? Yeah. That's the green. Yeah. And like, I'm a little worried what color it's going to turn my pee. Well, I guess if it's green, that's probably the most normal. I don't know if you remember uh, rock stars used to have that effect. I don't drink rock star that much. Well, but I, I mean, I don't drink it now, but like. I never remember turning my pee green. Yeah, it the original used to do that to me. It used, it used to do it to like me and like a lot of a lot of my old uh, band buddies too back in the day. Really? Yeah. This doesn't smell that sour. It doesn't smell that sour, no. Let's try it. Of course, there's that energy drink uh is it Rays or something that has uh the Warheads flavor. Yeah. But it doesn't taste sour, so Yeah. I don't know. Down the hatch. Down the hatch. No, it's tangy. Is it tangy? Is it it's, pretty sour? It's a little sour. You like sour candy? Kinda. Yes and no. Like Warheads, it's like that. Mm. A little bit too much for me, but once you get past it. It's like, okay, now it's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, this is different than a Warhead, though, because there's no, like, there's no sweetness at the end. Right. It's just a warhead like sourness. It's yeah. not as sour as that, but yeah. Have you ever uh have you ever gotten a snow cone and had them put the sour in it? I have not. It's like just straight up sour flavor and it's like oh god. Yeah, I don't I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. It'll ruin your snow cone. Yeah, I don't know. That seems weird. Yeah. Like, this is not horrible, but it's not it's not really tasty either. Yeah. I don't know. Probably not our best. It's uh, definitely my least favorite of. I think we had eight. We tried of the group, um, with the exception of enchilada soda. Like, that was, yeah, it was awful. I'll, I'll pick this one over enchilada, but I would say this is probably like eight being the worst. This is seven. Yeah, it's definitely right up in there. So, yeah. yikes. Anyway, we have. Uh, that's pretty well. That wraps up this uh, edition of Breaker Remains Power Hour, man. Yeah. So, of course, we'll give shout-outs to our uh, podcasting buddies, unless you have anything else you want to add before we get out of here. Um, I don't know. But you know what? No, just uh, maybe maybe quick shout-out to some of, the, some of the boys out there, you know, Nick Haddocks. Sure. Uh, some of the guys we're not uh, going to mention during the podcast and plugs, Nick Haddocks, uh, Dobro, Mike the Cleaner. Um, Soda. Soda Hunter. I tier mean, one, tier, Travis Fowler. Yeah, F tier one. No, I'm just kidding. He's on. Yeah. He's on the. He's on the roll call. But uh, Drew yeah. Vensel. Yeah, Drew Vensel. Yeah, I mean, all of our, all of our good. Ethan Chambers. Yeah, you know, man. it's hard to, it's hard to remember everybody. There's so many uh, of you guys and gals out there. But you know, just want to say appreciate you guys for tuning in every week. And we had our buddy uh, Bevan Boychuk hit us up saying like he wants people to wear sweatpants at work. And I was like, Hey, this is all about big bangs. All right. About this, yes. You know? I'm, I'm 100%. I will sign that petition, sir. Uh, but yeah, uh, just shout out to everybody. I hope everybody's had a good year this year. Absolutely. You know, and I hope, uh, next year will be just as good, if not better. Uh, just want to say, you know, other than that, just suck it, you know, good God, man, <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> just suck it. <laughs> I don't know. I just, Felt like I was getting too nice there. You were you were a little bit too yeah, nice. Was, you threw me off a bit. I can't I can't I can't stay like that. So of course, uh, also shout out to our buddies uh, Jeff and Scott over at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. One of yeah. our one of our one of our best podcasting buddies out there. We love those guys. Love the show. And of course, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Other two other podcasting buddies uh, doing the favor, Eric and Barry. Yes, love those guys as well. Absolutely, uh, another fantastic show. Check them out as well. They uh, they did a watch along just uh, last week of a WCW Nitro episode, and that was nice. really fun. That is fun. Yeah, I need to check that out. 
the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Steve was on a recent episode of You Know It's Fake, right? Yep. Um, great dudes. Love that Love that show as well. Absolutely. Uh, the Ringside Rant with RJ. Uh, RJ's an awesome guy. Yeah. The Legion and Lariat's podcast with our pal Ruthless Ryan Davidson. He's on heels. I think he's on episode five, so check that out. I still haven't even finished that season. Yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't. It ends kind of in a weird way. Yeah. They're confirmed for a season two, so we'll see what happens. I okay. think once it gets off just the Stars app, like, I don't know. Like you're kind of limiting your audience, making people buy an app just for one show. Yeah, because I immediately canceled when it was over. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Boots to the face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife Caitlin. It's another favorite mm-hmm. of ours. I uh, wreck my podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his uh, his pals over there. Yeah, the trivia with Buds podcast with Brian Buds. Howling with the Wolf with our buddy Jason Wolf, and of course, don't forget about uh, the Wolf's Chop Shop. In fact, that newsletter will probably be hitting uh, pretty soon, man. Can't wait. That'll be your first newsletter. It will be. I'm excited gonna, for I'm it. Frame it. Are you? Yeah. Nice. Has a pullout poster in the uh, first one. Oh yeah. I thought about putting that on the wall. I haven't, but well, you should. I should. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot. In fact, we might be uh, we might be joining Tim for a couple of future episodes of pulling up a chair. Which, Can't wait. Which would be fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Of course, I, I've heard he's uh, he also wants old Bill Benis on there, and I don't think you'll like that too much. Yeah, but you'll love it though, won't you? You'll just just be so giddy. I'm trying you'll to be, be like civil. A, you'll damn be it. like a little schoolgirl, you know, just super happy and giddy, you know. Like, yeah, you, like your schoolboy crush just came in, and you're like, because Bill Benis is on a chair shot. That's the way you're going to be, Breaker. I'm just really glad you have no more power at PHBW. Congratulations uh, on that, by the way. Yeah, you, you just wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I will wait with a smile on my face. I had nothing. <laughs> but check out pulling up a chair with the chair shot over there. Tim's a great guy, so we're we're excited to help him out in any way we can. And then uh, uh, catching up with Aaron and Daniel with our buddy Aaron Anders and his friend Daniel. And then, mm-hmm. of course, uh, finally, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with Richard and Matt over there. Yeah. Uh, and then our other podcast, uh, you know, it's fake, right? Every Monday is my my interview show where I have different uh, wrestlers, fig lifers, just all kind of random people I meet to, to talk on the show. Um, TV Toy Cast with my buddy uh, Travis Fowler where we talk all things old school toys. Mm-hmm. And then finally, it's uh, it's coming back. No holds barred with Bill Benis. This is the longest contract you've ever been a part of, Bane. <clears throat> yeah. It's it, got to make you so happy. You know, we, we just came back for our Christmas episode. Yeah. Um, Bill was actually very unhappy because that episode was not supposed to air. It was supposed to get deleted. And I slipped Zelly a little 20. I said, hey, if you go ahead and just release this episode. That 20 is yours. She dropped it for me. And, uh, yeah, I, I, got, I got a little... Little little payback on him. I haven't had a chance to listen yet, but I hope you did not ruin Bill's Christmas. Oh, I uh, I spoiled a no not uh, uh, non disclosure agreement for him. Oh, that's he nice. had a non disclosure agreement with a uh, with a lady friend. He wasn't allowed to talk about who she was in public, and uh, me and Zelly got it out of him. And he said, "Okay, we just got to delete the episode." Suck it, pal. She's your jerk. Well, you still my company. I ruin your life. Touche on that one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check out No Holds Bar with Bill Benis. I believe season, season four will be. Uh, it's part it's part two of season four. It's part the t- continuation. Yeah. Continuation of season four will be launching, I believe, early 2022. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, I think uh, I think at the end of January, early February, you know, uh, it's going to be right around that time. And then we're going to run till I want to say uh, probably about the end of May, early June. And then we'll uh, take take another summer off. That'll be a pretty long season. Yeah, so it'll be thir- four months. This uh, this third, it'll be it'll end up being thirteen episodes. Okay, uh, for that second part. So however long that ends up being, but um, and then we'll come back in August, and that'll be start of season five. Interesting. So everyone get excited for more Bill Benis. Yeah, Bane loves it. Yeah, I hate that guy. Um, you check out all of Bane's music over on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your music from. Yep. Uh, check us out on Patreon if you want to support us. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash BBPH. We have several tiers available with uh, with po- exclusive podcasts. And uh, I've been doing some more videos. I haven't uploaded any of them yet, but I'm kind of getting them made and set. And pretty soon we'll start some a new little video series I'm going to put up on our Patreon. So okay. some cool stuff for every for everybody. 
And at the same time, if you are a patron, let us know what you want. We can always do more podcasts. We can do videos. But we kind of want to know what you're into. So I, I opted to start doing some videos because I'm like, you know, I know everyone doesn't have time to listen to a 30-minute podcast every day. Sure. But a three-minute video is really not that bad. So right. if you're into it, cool. If you're not, that's cool, too. So yeah, trying to find different stuff. And uh, Outsiders Beard Co., if you got a beard or you need a candle, get just go to Outsiders Beard Co. They got you covered. Absolutely, yeah. The uh, Everything's still on sale. 20, uh, 20% off the beard products, 15% off the candles. Um, and, you know, the candles are sticking around. I'm going to be adding more scents as the uh, the seasons change. So Nice. Um, keep, keep a lookout. And those kind of are kind of going to be under their own brand under the umbrella of Outsiders Beard Co. So they'll kind of be separate but still under the same umbrella. So... If you want to check those out, they're, they're good quality stuff. I've, I've actually like made some specifically just to keep at the house, and nice. um, and by what I mean by that is, I experimented with some um, uh, coloring of the uh, of the uh, the wax, and it did not turn out well. So they're really ugly. So I decided to keep them at the house. Nice work. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. But if you want some candles that aren't uh, colored awkwardly you can uh check out outsidersbeerco.com absolutely you can also pick up all of our t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash brian breaker bbph.redbubble.com watermaneuver.net search by store for breaker and bane's power hour tb toy cast bane tales from the estate fully posable doing the favor positively pro wrestling podcast ringside rant boot to the face all those guys have shirt stores available so support everyone in one foul swoop absolutely Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Check us next week with the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. You guys have a great holiday, and we will see you in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up, because this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as I hang over. I'm super fly, so I can splash off the top. And I can shut down the shop. Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop. And I'm always gonna rise to the top. People's champ like the rock. I do not give a fuck, so let that shit drop. Man, I'm so over. Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good that son of a bitch eric barker you son of a bitch nailed it nailed it perfect Put, put it on the internet